So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu. Graffiti is found on a church in downtown Fayetteville. Now the search is on for who did it. But this is happening all over it. I think you're easy prey. The pastor believes it has something to do with what's going on in the Middle East. More than 50% of UNC graduates are paying for degrees that don't set them up for a career in high demand. Only on WRAL, my conversation with the UNC system president who unpacks what's working and what's not based on a new report. I'm tracking a cold front set to dip our temperatures. Plus, how this system in the Gulf could impact our week. Two black churches in Fayetteville have been targets of hate-related incidents in just the past week. One church dealt with a bomb threat right before service was about to begin. Thank you for joining us tonight. I'm Dan Haggerty. And I'm Ashley Rowe. The other church left with graffiti so vulgar we had to blur out almost all of it. WRAL's Fayetteville reporter Gilbert Bays explains how these incidents are provoking serious security concerns. Well, this was a terrible sight for the pastor when she came downtown on Gillespie Street to her church and saw all of this graffiti. Now the search is on for whoever did it. This is an attack on the body of Christ. Cordelia Challenger has been pastor of Greater Unity Tabernacle Christian Church for the past 24 years. On Thursday, she received a call from a church member who told her someone had sprayed graffiti outside on the church wall. The word Hamas, the letters KKK, the N-word, most of it too graphic to show on TV. This is one time I do not think it had anything at all to do with race. I, I really believe that it had to do with Israel and Hamas and, and those kind of things. And um, we have to pray. A second incident involving a black church in Fable happened Sunday morning. We're told a bomb threat was called into Simon Temple AME Zion Church on Yakin Road. Bomb sniffing dogs from the Cumberland County Sheriff's Office didn't find anything. The pastor didn't want to talk about the incident. He says his church is ready to move on. But pastor Challenger has security concerns. Um, many of our smaller congregations, as myself, um, we don't have the security that many larger congregations have. If you could look into the eyes of the person who did that right now, what would you say? Jesus loves you. God loves you, and I have to love it. So as you can see, they've cleaned up most of the graffiti, but they still don't have a suspect. Anyone with information is asked to contact Fayetteville Police. In Fayetteville, Gilbert Bays, WRL News. And we're told officers from the Fayetteville Police Department and Cumberland County Sheriff's Office will be paying extra attention to all churches in the area. Thousands of people rallied at the National Mall in Washington today for the March for Israel. People from our area took part. Groups denounced Hamas's deadly attack in Israel last month and highlighted the spread of anti-Semitism. Speakers said the October 7th attack was, quote, an embarrassment to all civilized people. 
We're getting our first look right now here at 7 o'clock of the mess out on 95 southbound in Johnston County. Take a look at this video sent in. This is uh, brand new right now at 7 o'clock. And off to the right, you can see that truck that rolled over. That's what caused the uh, 95 southbound directions in Johnston County near Micro to be closed. Both lanes were shut down for about an hour or so. One lane finally reopening about an hour ago. They've got quite a mess out there to clean up, get all that debris you're looking at right there on your screen out of the way before both lanes can fully reopen. No word right now on the cause or if there are any injuries. All right. Thank you, Mark. Parents calling a Harnett County school bus driver a hero tonight. That driver got all 38 students off the bus safely before it caught fire. Look at this video. Uh, this picture here showing that thick black smoke uh, as those flames were in uh, pouring out of that bus there. This was heading to Bellhaven Elementary. Harnett County Schools say the driver, Monica Tyson Crawford, smelled the smoke, pulled the bus over, then evacuated the students before that fire started. The cause of the fire is still under investigation. Police states away from here arrested a suspect in the bomb threats that have evacuated a high school in Wake County. A juvenile from Shreveport, Louisiana, a kid charged in connection with two bomb threats on Heritage High School. Police say the, the child, whose name is not being released, called the school on two separate occasions in the last week. First Wednesday, then again yesterday. Both times the school was evacuated and searched, but nothing was found. Today, the Charlotte Mecklenburg police chief responded to a viral video showing police repeatedly punching a person they were trying to restrain. We're going to show you that video. You may find it difficult to watch. The encounter you're about to see happened yesterday afternoon. The video shows several officers around a person who is on the ground. One officer is seen throwing multiple punches. Police say before the camera was rolling, the woman punched an officer in the face and began resisting arrest. Investigators say officers confronted her because she was smoking marijuana in public. They say she refused arrest and ignored multiple commands to stop resisting. Chief Johnny Jennings issued a statement today saying, quote, I never want to see an officer, much less one of my own, involved in a situation like this. The chief went on to say that he has watched the body camera footage and he believed it, quote, tells more of the story than what is circulating on social media. Chief Jennings is asking the court to grant release of that video for the public to see. The, Depart the department's Internal Affairs Division is reviewing the officer's actions. We have some new security camera video now giving us a, a good look at a burglar who police say broke into five restaurants in Cary. This is video here of Brothers of New York Pizza in Cary. It shows a person prying open the cash register at the restaurant there in the Mill Pond Village Shopping Center. That burglar also hit Frida's patio. It was right across from that location, that pizza shop brothers. The, the rock used to shatter the glass, uh, that side door there still lodged inside the wall as you saw. That security camera now uh, showing the burglar walking out of that family-run restaurant with the cash register under their arm. It's a hard time for us, honestly. So to see that and just another expense building up, it's not something that we expected and, you know, not kind. Cary police believe that same person hit the, a total of five restaurants early Monday morning. Totopo's, Gonza Taco in Waverly Place and Cary Pub were also targets. Police would not say whether they believe their latest break-in spree is connected to several that we've reported on that Cary Parkway section in September. North Carolina got a big payday when it approved Medicaid expansion, about one and a half billion dollars. There aren't many limits on how lawmakers can spend the money, so some of it's being used in odd places. WRAL Capitol Bureau Chief Laura Leslie has been digging into this and explains what she found. 
When North Carolina lawmakers agreed to expand Medicaid this year, part of the reason they said yes was the special sweetener it came with from the federal government. A $1.6 billion signing bonus, no strings attached. Lawmakers could spend however they liked. Well, we wondered what they did with it. Just about everyone has ideas about how the state should spend $1.6 billion. I think they should spend it on education and bettering our system and paying our teachers and educators. Anybody who walked through our public schools could very easily pick things that desperately need more funding from the state and from our taxpayer money. Helping veterans, um, helping people that might be in need. Try to help some of the folks who can't afford health care use it to subsidize them. Lawmakers were free to spend the Medicaid signing bonus however they liked, but Governor Roy Cooper and House leaders argued for spending as much of it as possible on health and mental health. And that is where a lot of the money ended up in the final budget. There's $105 million for three new rural health centers, $80 million for mobile health crisis teams and respite care, $75 million for a new children and teens behavioral health hospital in the Triangle, and $40 million for a pay boost for skilled nursing and personal care workers. Hundreds of millions of dollars more went to universities and community colleges to expand medical, nursing, and health sciences programs to increase the workforce. But some was spent on earmarks that had nothing to do with health care. Five million was set aside for the new Civil War Museum in Fayetteville. Four point five million for a performing arts center for Belmont Abbey College. Three point two million dollars for a library expansion in Swain County. And there's even three hundred thousand dollars to renovate bathrooms at the Rockingham Dragway. Republican budget writers said it was a legitimate use of the money, but many Democrats disagreed. Representative Wesley Harris says the money spent on pork projects should have been used to benefit the entire state. And that money is being sprinkled around for pet projects to make other members just look good in their community. That's not why we expanded Medicaid. We did ask Republican budget writers for interviews today, but they were not available. However, in a statement, they said that they had prioritized health care capital needs and workforce development and behavioral health. These funds are being put to good use and will bolster North Carolina's health care landscape as more patients seek care, said Senate Leader Berger's spokesman, Randy Brookbill. Laura Leslie, WRAL News, Raleigh. Still ahead, a big boost to the local economy. The investment a manufacturer is bringing to our area and the jobs coming with it. Plus, is your child's degree setting them up for a career in high demand? A new report examines student and public payoff for university programs, and I spoke with the UNC Systems president about it in an interview you'll see only on WRAL. Kat? We continue to monitor this area of low pressure in the Gulf of Mexico. The National Hurricane Center just marked it for potential development. I'll have their latest outlook coming up. Welcome back right now in the Live Center. This all started a couple of days ago with a missing persons report. New tonight, the Morrisville Police Department now says they've got a homicide investigation on their hands. On your screen right now, this is the picture of the victim and his missing car. Samar Barber, 19 years old, was report, uh, reported missing back on October 24th. Monday this week, so yesterday, uh, they were able to, they found his body, they found that car right off of Walnut Woods Drive. 
New right now, they say that he was shot multiple times. They are calling this a homicide investigation, and uh, investigators now are trying to track down the person responsible. No word yet on the cause in terms of the motive, how this all started in the first place. Did the victim and the suspect know each other? So this has been elevated from a death investigation now to a homicide investigation. We'll keep you up to date as new information comes in here this evening. Back to you. Two years ago, the state legislature tasked the UNC system with finding out whether the public is getting a return on its multi-billion dollar annual investment into the system's 16 universities. That report was just published and released today. It was a huge study done by Deloitte looking at nearly 1,300 undergraduate and graduate programs between 2015 and 2020. I had a chance to review this report before its public release. It gives UNC system officials really something to celebrate. Look at this. It says 93% of the programs offered in the UNC system had a positive return on investment for students. In case you're wondering, return on investment is defined as the graduate's lifetime earnings minus the costs of college. I spoke with UNC system president Peter Hans last week. It is clear he is proud of these findings. Public education is meant to be an engine of opportunity. Uh, and it's clear that our public universities are fulfilling their mission. So we're very proud of that. But we know different programs cost more to run, tuition is more expensive for some programs, and certain degrees have higher earning power than others. For example, according to this report, business administration is one of the system's most popular programs and the most expensive for the system, costing $400 million to put on. A student who gets a business administration graduate degree will make $1.5 million more than education costs on average. Social sciences is the third most popular department and costs the university $150 million to run. But no social sciences program in this study earns students a lifetime return on investment of a million dollars. It strikes me that, according to this report, more than 50% of graduates are not graduating with a degree that puts them in a high-demand occupation. What do you make of this, especially when you know that your audience is going to be policymakers, and then also the parents who might be saddled with student debt and don't want their kids to be saddled with student debt? Well, so it's the nature of uh, looking at the median lifetime earnings. Half will be above, half will be uh, below, as opposed to median versus average. But the fact is, actually, uh, those fields that have a specified career outcome are likely to yield the quickest results. Say, if you've gone into engineering, uh, you, you know you will have uh, an identifiable return right out of school. But we're in a very dynamic economy. New fields are being created all the time, and old fields are fading away. Uh, this is just a, a reality. And so to be able to uh, earn a UNC system degree that helps you learn how to think, uh, not what to think, but how to think, it will serve you well to be adaptable in this economy that every day we see a new field popping up uh, and an old one fading away. Han says he's going to analyze this data to see what's working and then correct what's not working. And this is an especially important time to do this analysis since undergraduate enrollment nationally is sliding. Although, to be fair, if you look at this bar graph, UNC system undergraduate enrollment grew slightly this year compared to last year. Do you think there is a scenario that, that this study could help 
look at certain programs and say, you know, maybe students shouldn't be paying this much tuition for this kind of degree because there isn't a huge ROI on it. And maybe we can reduce the tuition for certain programs based on this report. I, I do, Ashley. I think we're going to have to assess very carefully those programs that aren't meeting the mark, that are in need of improvement. What do we change going forward uh, so that we can provide value to those students? So you just heard the president of the UNC system saying this report could help them reevaluate the costs and tuition of certain programs. Hans also hopes this report will be valuable for prospective students. But ultimately, this report was done for state lawmakers, and they'll be looking at this to make sure taxpayers are getting good bang for their buck. You can read more on this study and what it means for you or your child on our website, WRAL.com. Wow. Uh, interesting. Made for state lawmakers, but certainly very interesting for the average parent or potential student out there. Uh, pharmaceutical company Griffles got FDA approval of its latest expansion at its Clayton campus. The new space will help the drug maker make more of a plasma-based medicine that treats a specific deficiency in the immune system. It's called Gamunex-C. The Clayton facility will now produce more than 25% of the world's output of this drug. 200 jobs and more than $100 million coming to our area. Forge Battery is building a production plant in Morrisville. The company will receive state and local tax incentives totaling nearly $4 million if job and investment totals are eventually met. That's according to the state's Economic Investment Committee. Some 204 jobs are expected, paying more than $82,000 a year on average. Raleigh and Durham are among the top three in a study ranking the best metro areas to start a business. The study comes from the Charlotte-based group Lending Tree. The company put its home city in second, putting Raleigh at the top of the list. Durham came in third. The ranking takes into account business climate, entrepreneurship, and local economy. Salt Lake City and uh, Ogden, Utah round out the top five. Austin, Texas dropped to second from second to seventh. The top three all right here in North Carolina. Amazing. Meteorologist Kat Campbell uh, joining us now. If you're starting a new business here, you got you got nice weather around these parts. I'll say that. We do. I mean, especially this time of year. It is so gorgeous. We have the fall foliage peaking at this point. All the reds, the orange and yellow when you look outside. Enjoy those leaves because they are not going to be on the trees very much longer. We've got changes coming and we've got some winds that are going to be picking up over the weekend. But this area of low pressure, I want to point out, we've been telling you about about it yesterday and today, unlikely to become tropical, and it's still not very likely that this would become anything tropical, but the National Hurricane Center has marked it for a 10% chance of developing over the next week. So we just want to bring you that update. We'll watch it closely. That's this blob right here in the region it's headed into, and then this one, a 60% chance this could develop into a tropical depression. It could impact the Caribbean. It is not likely to impact us here in North Carolina, though. So let's take a look at this area of low pressure and track its eventual path. What we're going to see happen, it crosses over Florida, brings some heavy rain tomorrow into Thursday morning, and then the model trend today is to keep low pressure offshore, and that would mean very limited rain chances. There's still a chance at our coast, but just much less likely that we would see any of that rain here inland. However, tomorrow is when we'll get the high resolution model data in, so check in for an update tomorrow. We've got this cold front coming, and it brings just a small chance of a quick shower blowing through. It pushes that low pressure system away from 
from us and we end up with very little rain in the long range. So for the weekend forecast, we have a 20% chance for rain on Friday. Now 72 the high 66 Saturday, pretty warm for the rally Christmas parade 60 on Sunday. And let's look at the rally Christmas parade forecast 57 as you are lining up 10 a.m. 62 64 by noon. Don't forget you can watch our coverage for the 50th year on WRAL of the rally Christmas parade that starts at 9 a.m. and the parade itself starts at 930 tomorrow. It'll be a little cooler thanks to cloudy skies. We see a bit more sunshine peaking out Wednesday or Thursday and Friday. I should say that combined with a warming wind mean we are back in the 70s temporarily next week as we start Thanksgiving travel week looking much different. We'll have a chance for some rain. Oh yeah. Okay, Kat. Thank you. You and your family can look forward to more opportunities to play and learn at the same time. A look at how Marbles Kids Museum plans to expand and the next steps to do that. I'm Willie Danley in the WRAL Breaking News Tracker. I'm here on I-95 in the southbound lane. They have one of these lanes closed down due to a serious tractor-trailer accident. I'm going to show you what we're seeing here at this scene. You can see all of the debris that's on the ground right here on the scene. That was spewed out by one of these tractor-trailers that were involved. We're being told by state troopers that one tractor-trailer rear-ended another one. I'm going to spin over to this side and show you this other tractor-trailer that we're seeing here. You can see how crushed up it is. It's being hooked up. They're getting ready to tow both of these trailers away. Um, a, a state trooper did tell WRL that one of the drivers of the tractor trailer was ejected from the vehicle. He currently has serious injuries. We're still waiting to get information on how this accident came about and what the current condition is of both drivers. We're going to get those answers and keep you updated with what we know. Back yes, to you. What a do. mess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, Willie, thank you. So uh, Wake County soon going to have some more options for what they call play-based learning. Mm -hmm. With the help of a study, the Marble Kids Museum is, is looking to expand its programs beyond downtown Raleigh. The study highlights a need for more traveling exhibits and other mu museum locations across the county. Doing so would fill the gaps for out-of-school experiences, especially for young people who might not be able to make it downtown. The next steps would be to create a task force and then determine what the costs would be to create more programming and physical locations throughout the county. I love marbles. Mm. Oh, me too. Yeah, Our family goes there course. often. September is coming early next year for Earth, Wind & Fire fans. The music icons teaming up with Chicago, another huge band, to bring back their co-headlining Heart Soul Tour for 2024. The rock band and the funk group will, will hit the road together next summer, and they will be stopping in Raleigh and Charlotte in August. Tickets go on sale to the general public on Friday. Oh. That's fun. That's a fun... Yeah, that'll be a good show mm -hmm. for sure. Yep. Hey, thanks so much for being with us here tonight on WRL News. Our next newscast is at 10 on Fox 50 and 11 on WRL. Have a great night. Keep watching WRL News over the air channel 34 and Spectrum channel 1257. Hey, I'm Tim Donnelly from 99.9 The Fan. And I'm Brian Murphy from WRL News. Sports betting is finally legal in North Carolina. Getting to this point in this state wasn't easy. How it happened is a backstory worth telling. And that's what we're going to do in a new season of our podcast, A Brief History of Triangle Sports. The podcast is out now. Follow A Brief History of Triangle Sports on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or on YouTube. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 